This is Delicious Matt Bear, and you are listening to Footstuff. Tiny ball is the one where it's a table, and you hit it back and forth with paddles. I thought it was table tennis. Tiny light ball. Yeah, tiny light ball. (laughs) And um, tiny light ball. What about medium ball? Is that oh, the outside one? That's the one where the girls and they throw it fast. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's large ball? Uh, I think that's called elephantitis. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, gang, and welcome to the Blue Blaze episode. The very fourth. The fourth one, yes, the very fourth. Today, Wade, what are we going to be talking about? Baseball. We're talking. (laughs) No, we're done talking about balls for now. For now, we'll we'll have a baseball episode in the future, or just a ball episode in the future. The different types of balls. So today we're talking about (laughs) baseball. (laughs) You know, we should do a ball episode in the future. Yeah, ball episode. Today we are talking about one of the most successful pirates of all time. Can I guess who it is? Yes, Captain James Hook. Dustin oh, Hoffman. No, yes. he got eaten. He's, Dustin Hoffman is so successful. There's baseball in that movie. <laughs> run home, run Jack. home, Jack. Run home, Jack. Home, run, 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 Jack. <laughs> no, no, no. You've got it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> we do a hook episode. We we really that should be a blue blaze. If you want to see, if you want to hear a hook episode, uh, email us. Oh, that'd be footstuffpodcast at gmail.com. Oh yeah. <laughs> So today, we are talking about one of the most, if not the most successful pirate of all time. Can I guess who it is? Yes. <laughs> Captain Morgan. <laughs> if you had said Captain James Hook, I would have left. <laughs> so this is a pirate who was who was active in around 1775, or late 1700s, early 1800s. Uh, her name was... It's... Going to be hard to pronounce, but I'm going to try my best to not mess it up. Uh, Ching Shi or Zheng Yi or Zheng Shi, but I'll just say Ching Shi because that's easy. Okay. I'll Hmm. just stick to one. So she started life working in a floating brothel. Same. uh, In Canton, which is just a boat that there would be a brothel and also like a casino, which was, I don't know, that's an interesting piece of history. Sounds like a good business plan. In Canton? In Canton. New York? No, no, no. As in, like, in China, right? China, yeah. So my favorite style of food from the country of China actually comes from Canton, uh, yeah. Cantonese food. What kind of food f- is that? So it, it's, Is that your favorite food ever or your favorite Chinese food? My favorite kind of Chinese food, it's, it's normally, uh, it's very mild. And if there's any kind of sauce or anything like that on it, it's very subtle. They like to... They like to have the taste of like earthy vegetables or like the natural kind of salt that you get from seafood. Yeah, be the flavor of the dish. Oh, that's so you have a lot of like like shrimp or uh, crayfish. You have a lot of like really earthy vegetables like dirt leeks, which grow in dirt and sand. (laughs) Um, Delicious. Uh, One really popular example of a Cantonese style dish that you could get at any Chinese restaurant is mugu gai pan. Mugu Gai Pan. I've had that. It is good. So Ching Shi was working at this brothel, and then a pirate shows up and falls in love. And the pirate was name was Zhang Yi. So Zhang Yi falls in love, and either 
the the story of how they get together is disputed. Some places say that he just asked her to marry him, and other places say that he raided the brothel and just took her with him <laughs> and was like, "You're my wife." Probably now. that one. Yeah, but, it's old timey times, yeah. so probably yeah. the second one. But then once they got married, Ching Shi made it known that she wanted to help out with the the pirate business, and if they were going to get married, she wanted to have equal control of the pirate fleet. So at this point, uh, what, once they got married, the Red Flag Fleet, which is the, the fleet that uh, Jing Yi was running, had about 200 ships in it. Very quickly increased to 600 ships with some important alliances, including forming the Cantonese Pirate Coalition mm. with another pirate, <laughs> Wu Xi'er. That's uh, the CPC. And then by... Uh, the early 1800s, they had over 1,700 ships in their uh, in their Whoa. fleet. I didn't even know that 1,700 That's an ships I think. existed <laughs> at that time. Uh, so at this point in the early 1800s, things are going pretty well for everyone except for Zhang Yi because on November 16th, 1807, he was caught in a typhoon and died. Damn. So now he was typhooned to death. He was typhooned <laughs> to death. So then Ching Shi finds herself in this weird scenario because... Uh, you know, early 1800s, it's kind of novel to have a female pirate in the first place in China, but then she is also leading this fleet. So everyone was thinking that the second-in-command, who who would become the leader, would be Chang Pao, who was a really weird story, and I can't find out exactly what this dude's deal was. He was essentially their adopted son. Mm. Uh, Zhang Yi adopted this guy as to be his son, so he was like around 20 or 21 years old, but apparently... There, there was one place that I saw online that it was a common practice in China to adopt to adopt someone to kind of take them in as your lover. So they were saying that Zheng Yi adopted this boy to be his male lover. So even though he had a wife, he also had a young boy lover that what eventually a very became a man Carl lover. Pan's Ram thing to do. <laughs> so something Shout was out happening. Shout to Moore in New York. <laughs> <laughs> so something was happening there with the the adopted son Chang Pao, but Ching Shi essentially told him that she was going to keep command of the uh, of the fleet. Hell yeah! And did then keel haul him? No, he was he was still he he hung out. He he did not get keel hauled. He didn't get put in the boo box. Get... <laughs> the boo box. Not the boo box. Not the boo box. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Chang Pao was. Uh, made second in command officially so then uh it comes to taking uh managing the fleet and instead of just ransacking villages and stealing from ships and things like that ching shi focused on sort of developing this as a business in the peak in 1810 there were about 1800 ships under her control and 80,000 pirates. Whoa! Damn. That's like a pirate union! Yeah, so they they controlled pretty much the entire uh, Guangdong province. Uh, so they had ships all around, and they, they could essentially limit who was coming in and who was leaving. So as long as you're paying your taxes, the ships could go in and leave and have her protection. And then if she wanted to do whatever else she wanted she would steal all the stuff and uh, but there was a very specific set of codes that she set up and this part i am taking directly from this website today i found out 
because it is written in a really great and hilarious way. Let's have um, it. So, quote, in order to manage her ruffians and get them all to do what she said without question, she set up a strict system of law within the Red Flag fleet, which basically equated to, you don't follow the rules, or I think you aren't, and you get your head chopped off. Hell yeah. Specific laws included. If you disobey an order, you get your head chopped off and your body thrown in the ocean. If, Yeet! if you steal anything from the common plunder before it's been divvied up, you get your head chopped off and body thrown in the ocean. If you rape anyone without permission from the leader of your squadron, you get your head chopped off and your body thrown in the ocean. That is a weird... We don't have time to get into that. <laughs> if you have consensual sex with anyone while on duty, you get your head chopped off and your body thrown in the ocean, and the woman involved would get something heavy strapped to her and also thrown in the ocean. Ooh, so, I think that's worse. That's worse. I, it was, <laughs> that's worse. Don't have sex while on the clock. Yeah, wait till you're off work. Yeah, wait till your clock's down. normal. If you loot, gotta be held accountable. If you loot a town or ship of anything at all or otherwise harass them when they have paid tribute, you get your head chopped off and your body thrown in the ocean. If you take shore leave without permission, you get your head chomped off and body thrown in the ocean. If you try to leave the organization, you do not get your head chopped off. In this case, you get your ears chopped off. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I guess it's so people know, like, oh, that's earless Joe. He tried to leave. (laughs) I feel like in old-timey times, let's think about this. If you got your ears lopped off... You would just die of infection, then, right? Like sepsis. Oh, they like sepsis they would chop or... them off, then they would just hold like a burning like oh, iron yeah. to it, or they use a lightsaber because then that instantly cauterizes the wound. Yes, what if does. you could eat an ear? People probably eat ears. <laughs> probably not humid ears, but like ears of other animals. I feel like. Maybe in 375 degree oil, it'd just come out like a pork rind. <laughs> All crackly and delicious. I do love pork rinds. Mm, that's good stuff. So with this, she was able to really take control of these seas. Uh, and then she didn't just stick to the sea either. She used uh, shallow bottom boats to get into rivers to raid towns that were sort of inland. Two towns once banded together, raised an army and marched them towards her. So her fleet won the battle and then... She marched her army to that those two towns, ransacked them, and then beheaded every male that was in those towns. Damn. Uh, so she was ruthless. Um, really loved the beheading, too. Yeah, that was the You know, thing it's for something some you don't reason. always like readily think about when you think of pirates. I think of like the old cap and ball and the walking the plank. Beheading, though. I don't really... Yeah, really marooning them on an island. Marooning them. Pistol in one Boo shot. boxes. Man, we should do a pirate episode Killing sometime. children. Yeah, all we of should those do a things. pirate episode. That would be sweet. Then, uh, so she has all this power. She's kind of doing whatever she wants. Uh, at one point, the Chinese emperor raises a fleet of ships to attack Ching Shi's fleet. This point, instead of her running away from the ships, she attacked them head on, and not only did she defeat them, she stole 63 of the ships from that fleet Whoa. and convinced most of the surviving crews to join her by letting them choose between being nailed to the deck by their feet and then beaten to death, <laughs> <laughs> or they can become members of the Red Flag fleet and celebrate their Whoa, victory. I, let me think. I want to know, is, <laughs> is there a, like, a panel... Or some sort of like a pirate think tank that's coming up with the punishments where they're like, what would be worse than being beaten to death? And it would be like, oh, let's nail their feet to the ground, then beat them to death. I know. Uh. I think the nailing the feet down is just practical. Because if you're beating someone to death, that's a lot of force. You're knocking them all over the place. So like... 
you want to keep them in the same spot. spot. Yeah, I think exactly. keel hauling is the worst of the all. Keel hauling is the worst. That oh, so shit bad. is not good. <laughs> I don't know. Extra innings in baseball. You ever see when this happens? <laughs> God, is that bad? I feel like any innings in baseball is bad. How many are there? It's weird. I don't know. There's a seventh. I know that because you stretch at that point. Yeah, and why is that? Why do, if I'm watching the game, I have to? I have you to do have some to yoga. Yep. For Otherwise, the... beheading. Yeah. Really, your body <laughs> gets thrown in the ocean. In the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> what if I live inland? <laughs> oh, then it's a long travel for your headless body. That is an expensive funeral. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. That's a lot of holes in the deck of the boat, though, from all the nails. Yeah. Do you think it then is not watertight anymore? No, it's just the top deck. Well, tech, the top well yeah, deck. there's yeah. there's several They'll just decks put some tar to it. over. You it. do understand what a boat is, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like a car but for water. Sure. <laughs> water car. <laughs> um so she keeps amassing boats and keeps gaining power and then eventually the King Dynasty uh, enlists the help of the British and Portuguese navies. Oh, as, these are some strong yeah. navies. <laughs> um, as well as ships from the Netherlands paying them to help try and uh, quell uh, the Red Flag fleet. So the, the King Dynasty uh, got the this help from the navies of a couple different countries and fights the Red Flag fleet for two years no success. She is able to hold these ships off Two and is years. doing quite fine. So then she unexpectedly, Ching Shi, shows up uh, to the governor general of Canton and she strikes, strikes this crazy deal because she's a wanted pirate and they, they're like, hey, we want to, you know, defeat your fleet and arrest you or kill you. And she shows up and she's like, hey, let's work out a deal. The deal is the fleet would disband. They, gave, they would give up most of their ships, but in return, pretty much all of them would be granted amnesty, and they were allowed to keep any loot they acquired during their time as pirates. Sick. Whoa. Yeah. That's uh, a pretty good deal. Yeah. For them. Yeah. Well, for both sides, actually. It's a big yeah, it's, fleet. It's not there bad. There were 120-something people that were killed, and a couple others that were punished, but pretty much everyone got off totally totally free. Uh, Ching Shi actually got a noble title lady by imperial decree so one when she got this title when she worked out this deal she uh retired at the age of 35 and she opened up a uh brothel and gambling house in canton which she managed until her death at the age of 69 wow wow so that is the short little story about Possibly the most powerful pirate of all time. Sixty nine really is also cool. like a pretty ripe old rage for or uh, old age for old timey times. I guess. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty decent. Yeah, Man, that's really cool. What a life! Did you? Was there a book that you um, read, or was it just no? So uh, the first place where I saw it, there was actually a an article that one of my friends shared with me on the Atlas Obscura oh, website because cool. uh, uh, they do yes. they do like researched articles, and there was one about. Uh, Ching Shi, and then I looked a couple different places, and there are some stories. There's act. There's one book that I think is like Pirates of the Chinese Seas that like one of these articles oh, used, man. which is that's yeah. got to be a cool book. I love pirate law, man. It's so it's so cool. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So that is. Um, oh, there was a character loosely based on uh, her in the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie. 
and really? her name was Mitri- Mistress Ching. That w- I saw that on every single site that I looked at this huh. story. So yeah, uh, so yeah, check out today. I found out which is a cool cool website where I got that section about the laws because that, that was sounds funny. Kind of cool. It, it reminds me of uh, today I learned on Reddit. Which yeah, is, yeah, which another is, good today I learned Subreddit. is also pretty, pretty yeah. sick. Awesome. Well, thanks, Wade. Yeah, thank you. You that guys are welcome. All right, gang. Well, thank you for listening to Footstuff Podcast. You can subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, yeah. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and check us out, footstuffpodcast.com, and on all the social stuff. And we'll see you later. Keep it wild. Quick shout out, Hood's Barbecue in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. It's dope. Hell yes.